Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick. And I'm also Nick. <laughs> I jumped right in and surprised you, didn't I? Yeah, that was, uh, I wasn't expecting that. Despite the fact that the last two minutes, I'm like, all right, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. No, there's just a lot of prep I have to do to, you know, clear my throat, make sure I'm enunciating correctly. Yeah, but I think I'm good to go now. And plus, right. oh. I don't know why we do this. You could just edit out the whole thing in the beginning. Look, we've been over this. I try and do as little editing as possible. I know, I know. But I think it would be funny to just, like, include some things we talk about randomly. I don't know. There's some some things we say off, off the air at the end of it. I don't know. That would be interesting. We say some cool shit. Yeah, but we did an entire podcast last week of that. <laughs> you think that was enough? We have a very special mouth stuff this week because uh, I yeah. think this is the first time ever where we've we're doing a theme related to an, a holiday or event, and we're actually recording prior to that holiday or event. Wow, very proud of us. Although this will be released on Mother's Day, so a lot of people might listen to it afterwards. Uh, but we've got a lovely Mother's Day themed trivia this week where we talk about. Uh, our favorite TV show moms. Oh, <laughs> the, the real moms who raised me. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't sit in front of TV the whole time when I was growing up. Uh, but before we get to our favorite moms, um, what'd you watch this week, and what pissed you off? Hmm. I I watched a, actually watched a few things. Um, just real quick. Uh, actually, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Um. Into the Spider-Verse was on. And of course, I just had to watch that again. Um, and it just, wow, it still blows me away, really. Um, I, I really wish I did include that in our bracket, although I still appreciate the, uh, you know, our discussion around Spider-Man 3. I had to do for the meme, obviously. Um, but also, I think I would have been really disappointed if I had it in the bracket and it didn't do so well. But I, I would have had it winning the entire thing, to be honest. That's how good it is for me. Um, I don't know, just like the animation, the shot composition, the uh, the, the music. Ah, oh, God, the music. I don't know. It's just it's just a great movie. I I love it. Um, so watch that. That was fun. Um, and then since you started Lightning Kenny, I also had to kind of keep going with that just to stay um, not ahead of you, but I, I feel like you were watching it really quickly. So I was like, oh God, I have to watch a few episodes. Um, I think I'm in season three, so I've been trying to just keep up with that it's been kind of slow but um me watching it not the show but um so i watched a couple episodes of letter kenny um i think that's about it i, I didn't really watch too much oh, oh oh another thing i wanted to mention i guess it's also superhero related so x-men um what was it days of future past i think that one was on um and then watch some of apocalypse today it was just randomly on tv so whatever's on tv i just throw on while i do stuff but anyway it just that also was just like confirming for me like when it comes to superhero movies I, I, just, I just i think i just enjoy x-men a lot more than like everything else that's come out um and the whole mcu i don't know i just i don't know i just enjoy x-men more um maybe that's what i watched when i was younger um just like those movies i, I just enjoy it more but i don't know just the whole mutant aspect is i think really interesting um wait everyone wait. could be a superhero so know. you you like apocalypse no 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 those are bad but like no no i didn't really like that movie that was i prefer i actually don't mind days of future past has issues but like for me apocalypse was the most forgettable one um agreed i don't know like i actually i honestly and i just watched some scenes today like i forget everything about it um but no just like it just reminded me just in general like wow yeah no this they have something here they could they could do a lot of the x-men and it's just um and just it reminds me that for me, it's just I, I find that just more compelling and more interesting and more enjoyable than other superhero movies. It's just like, I don't know, it's like superpowers are mutations, and then like anyone could really be, I don't know, it just has a lot of interesting real world, um, uh, you know, symbolism there when it comes to discrimination, racism. Um, and it's just, just like, I don't know, instead of like this, oh, this person took this serum that no one else took, or like, this is someone from another planet and they're basically a god. I don't know. That's kind of boring. So I don't know. That's why I enjoy it. That's just a long rant by me, but that's what I watched. How about you? 
Um, so I have watched a little bit more Letter Kenny. I think mm-hmm. we've I think we've finished season three. Um, Whoa! I'm noticing though that like it's a bit uh, repetitive to the point where like you maybe don't need to watch all of the seasons. So like I'm kind of, or at least maybe like I should space it out a little bit more, like you've done. Uh, I think that Even, yeah. that's gonna be our plan now is to just like watch it every so often. Uh, so you kind of like haven't seen an episode in a while. So when you watch it again, like it feels new. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think we were just watching it too fast. Um, too, but I hopefully not too furious. <laughs> never, never too furious. Um, but maybe we'll go to space. So yeah, no, uh, that's um. So honestly, that's that's a critique I have of it too. That's probably why I also kind of stopped watching it for a little bit. Um, maybe that so a few things i think that's um because yeah it's just easy to watch a lot of it all at once and that in itself can get repetitive i also noticed that with like brooklyn 99 just kind of randomly um just like how certain uh, certain jokes um certain uh uh just like the the uh the plot um for each episode just kind of follows the same trajectory and then oh people everyone apologizes and everything's good at the end of the episode I just for me i think that got tiring but you don't really notice that when you space it out but then also i think it, this kind of stems from i'll be honest i haven't seen the youtube series but like this came from like a youtube series so like just watching like some of these episodes maybe like um they were like smaller but like all these jokes like when they're just i don't know shooting shit at a in, at a bar and just having all these quotable moments like it's it's good youtube moments but then i think this doesn't really translate well to like tv especially if you're trying to fill in like a 20, 22 minute um, episode, but yeah, totally agree. I don't know if you wanted all of that from me, but just want to say, I agree with you. Uh, it was something I didn't want to mention to like dissuade you from watching it. it is it my turn? It is your turn. I also, there, there might be like an internet connection going on here that um, is, there is definitely, weird. There's definitely internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, <laughs> definitely an internet connection between us. It's not the only connection. Mm. Um, but speaking of things that started on the internet and turned into shows, uh, I also started watching Broad City, um, which I recall when it was on, like I remember seeing it on Comedy Central and I watched a couple episodes, but I never like really watched the whole series before. Uh, so yeah. I just recently started watching that. I've watched like the first season. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think Hannibal Burris steals the show, though. I think he... Oh, he's on it? Yeah, he's hilarious. He's not in every episode, so he's like a minor... Well, he's like a re- reoccurring character, uh, and I think he's really funny on it. And oh, the, pe- the people who made the show are really funny. One of them uh, was on an episode of Mike Birbiglia's podcast. That's what kind of got me thinking about it, because, uh, you know, they started with just like a web series, and the web series got really popular mm. and that translated to getting a deal with Comedy Central for the show, which I think is really cool. Uh, so just starting to get into that. I sent you a Snapchat of it today, but you didn't respond. So I guess that, I was just I didn't know what I was watching. Uh, I think I was doing other things at that point, too. Um, I just forgot because I don't know how to, I didn't know how to react to that. Because <laughs> At first, I didn't know what it was. And also it was just like. Uh, woman dancing naked or something and yeah so uh, for our six listeners out there if you're familiar with Broad City uh, there's an episode where Abby's roommate's boyfriend uh, is not in the house which is a rare occurrence Uh, so when she realizes she's home alone she's just dancing naked uh, and like singing and so I just sent him a snapchat of that because it's like blurred because it's you know, Comedy Central. Uh, so it was just like her dancing around the house uh, with her like Swiffer as a microphone. Uh, so yeah, out of context, I just sent that to him and he yeah, did no not context. respond. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Uh, so that's basically all I've watched so far this week. So what pissed you off? Um, well, I guess speaking of Snapchat, uh, I think you ruined our Snapchat, Snapchat streak. It, it couldn't have been me because I never once got the hourglass. I, you sent me a couple snaps with the hourglass, but I never had the hourglass on my end. Oh, I, 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 I thought I sent you one like the night, um, like that night. Like, well, when you texted me, 
It was like I'm pretty sure I set one the previous night. I don't know. I don't know what I, happened. The last one I had was one that you had opened. So hmm. if you opened one and then didn't send it to one to me, then that sounds like it's on you. I, but I literally sent you one. I mean, it was a busy week for me, so it's understandable. I, I thought it was I thought I sent you one in time because I did one to get rid of the hourglass and that worked and then all of a sudden it's like oh no yeah I don't really understand their requirements for streaks because I feel like we send consistently enough that we should be able to yeah. write write in and tell them that we have a weekly podcast together and that should <laughs> like give us like a, a credit towards our streak right but it also annoys me how the texts don't count as one like yeah. if you just text it through the Snapchat app, it won't count as a streak. Not that this matters, but hey, we had some pretty high streaks going. It's um, it's kind of funny some things we send each other. So I don't know. We'll have to start up again. But anyway, so that was only one thing that really pissed me off. Um, well, I mean, not really, but <laughs> it's a funny thing I wanted to mention. Um, but I guess one thing that really did was just now. Uh, so I'm walking into class on Monday. Um, you know thinking it was going to be great, don't have to do anything, I just sit back until it gets to a discussion, 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 I can't speak tonight, discussion session, another discussion session, discussion session, um, for the last hour, uh, but for the first hour, I was like, oh yeah, no, this is great, I don't do anything, then all of a sudden, the, the, the TA for that class, like, turns to me, is like, hey, so, like, can, can you, like, present your homework, um, so like if they deem your homebook good enough, um, they'll they give you the option to um, present it. So we take a few minutes beginning class to present it. And I'm just like, and I already did that for one of the first assignments that they thought was good enough. Um, but then for this time around, I just was not prepared for that. And like it wasn't that bad, but just like in my head, I need to like prepare. And like I, and this is something that like I did like last week, and I'm like I, I don't I don't remember what I did. <laughs> I don't know why I did something. I got these numbers, but why does, I don't know. I forget. I stopped because then I had another problem set due and I'm like moved on to that one. So that kind of pissed me off. It was mostly because someone didn't reply back. But like the thing is though, it's like these problem sets are due on Fridays. And then it's like, oh, we'll, we'll let you know on Sunday if you want to present for Monday. And like, doesn't give you enough time to like really plan things out. And that's what really annoys me. Um, just, I guess that's the main theme is just like how sometimes that class things aren't really planned out. And then like it fell on me to like, uh uh you know make it work and then it's just like then i'm like kind of quickly trying to right before class and he comes over he's like oh yeah like uh for this question i was kind of looking for this i'm like oh cool so it's like not really that good so you can't really tell me that in front of like right before i'm about to go up but he's like no everyone kind of did it that way and so i'm just like ah oh, god damn it so maybe you could like mention this and i'm like yeah no i'm probably not gonna mention that since i'm only focused on reporting out what i did so anyway it was just annoying so anyway, that's it. it wasn't a fun thing to start out the week it's very very specific uh, situation there that maybe may not be relatable for people. I don't know. It must have really pissed you off if it happened on Monday and you were putting it in this podcast because usually, like, I'll get pissed off with something on Sunday or Monday, but then I'll forget about it by the time we record. So, like, I'll you know I won't put it in the pod. Oh yeah, well, never like whenever uh, you know something comes up where I like make an ass of myself and yeah it kind of sticks with me for the rest of the week um but yeah. of your life and life god i'm still remembering things from middle school um yeah but and also it just kind of goes to show like it's kind of been a quiet-ish week i don't know just been nothing's really been pissing me off a lot of it was just me staying inside trying to get like midterm projects done <laughs> it's been fun but what pissed you off ah uh you'd never ask um <laughs> i think you might actually already know where i'm going with this because i texted oh, yes. you after it happened i was but, i was hoping it would be this we need to talk about this and you you don't go on facebook much but i actually posted on facebook about it because i was uh it was it was very uncomfortable for me and it's i was like not expecting it to be uh so if you are one of our six listeners who doesn't also follow me on facebook it's follow it just friends with i guess um i was talking last week about things that pissed me off at the gym uh they pale in comparison to what happened this week uh and i i still have yet to decide if i'm like 
justified in being uncomfortable or if I'm just making a deal out of it for no reason. Uh, but I was at the gym and there was this, uh, these two teenage girls and um, I just finished on the treadmill and I went and I like went to the paper towels to like get the spray and everything to clean off the treadmill. Uh, and I see this flash and I look over and this one girl has her camera on her, like her, her camera phone. So just like a regular phone nowadays. Um, but she has it like up underneath her arm, like sneaking a photo of me. Camera and, phone. And I felt so uncomfortable because this girl just took a picture of me at the gym. Uh, and so like, I don't know, I just kind of felt weird for the rest of the day. And like, yeah. I was like, didn't want to go back to the gym again. And so like, it was like a big thing. I mean, I, I have since gone back every day, but like, it just really, I was surprised at how uncomfortable I felt. Uh, yeah, that, that's, I, I think you're justified in your reaction. That's, um, I mean, I feel like it does happen a lot, um, but just the fact that like, happened to you in, in a very like um conspicuous way and i don't know and like for i don't know like what would they possibly be taking a picture of i don't know i don't get that it's just like it just really irritates me and just definitely like feels like violated your um gym privacy or workout privacy right i don't know it's just i think you're justified in feeling that way but i will say uh, as much as we like shit on social media and stuff uh when i posted on facebook i i got a lot of uh positive responses that kind of kind of made me feel a little bit better uh so that was that was a instance of it doing good hey yeah that can happen once in a while um but yeah sorry uh you had to kind of go through that but um yeah hopefully uh i don't know hopefully don't see them again i'm I, I don't I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I don't know. Like, did you like make eye contact with them? Oh yeah, I like looked right at her, and it got like very uncomfortable, like immediately. Did she show like? Did, did she look visibly uncomfortable? Like, you know, it's like, oh shit, my flash was on, and then now I'm like, I honestly like don't even remember. Like, it's all yeah, kind of and that's like a blur. I yeah. just remember I was already like pissed at them because i watched them use several Uh, machines and then like walk away and not clean them yeah and so i was already like uh these people are gonna be trouble and then like (laughs) yeah i had no idea how much trouble wow they probably like don't even go there (laughs) i yeah i feel like loose teenagers should not be allowed at a gym (laughs) but like yeah i don't know if you take loose teenagers out then that's like three quarters of the, my gym so they would go out of business true true wow that All is right. a shitty thing let's transition now to a better topic uh we do have a oh. stuff stuff your mouth segment uh which if you Ooh. recall that is our food segment that we sometimes bring up when we don't do an entire food podcast but we want to talk a little bit about food love food so reagan and i have decided we're going to start a very in-depth investigation invest experiment uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, to decide what is the premier snack cake brand. Uh, so we're going to be comparing uh, Hostess, Little Debbie's, Tasty Cake, and Entenmann's. I don't know if you just heard the dog just make a really loud groan, but the dog's not usually in the room where I record, but we're on location this week. So, um, so yeah, we recently tried... Um, some of the traditional like chocolate cupcakes with the cream filling in them of some of the brands. Uh, so we're, we're trying all of the products that they have in common, like amongst the brands and like rating them. And we're going to have like a whole scoring system. Uh, this is just, you know, things uh, cool people do. <laughs> so I was curious, uh, what are some of your favorite snack cake products or brands? Mm. It- a lot of different things here a lot of different qualifiers um i don't have like a particular ones it just comes to like different types of uh snack cakes that's that's the right term i know it's just, it seems like a fancy way um but no like every you know just growing up in um 
you know, Chester County is always like, you know, Tasty Cake was the, the way to go. I didn't, I would always just call them Tasty Cakes, no matter what they were. Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I feel like that was like what I grew up on. But uh, yeah, there's also like Little, little Debbie's too. So that's always, always up there. Um, Entenmann's as well. So I, I guess we also, we, we eat a lot of, <laughs> I guess we did eat a lot of different snack cakes. I'm very interested to see how like you group some of these things because some even like, ones that would seemingly be in like a similar category or just like very different um maybe not very different but i don't know but i guess within tasty cakes i do really enjoy the cream filled um i don't know what they're called anymore the cream filled um tasty cakes <laughs> that makes sense like the long ones like the finger ones you know the crumpets yeah 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 those yeah wow it's been so long so I like the cream filled ones but also the jelly ones don't really I mean, I could eat them, obviously. I, I would eat all of these snack cakes if they were put in front of me. But uh, if I had to choose, it would be those. And not just like the normal ones. But those are like, for me, one of the best tasty cake ones. The cream filled ones and the jelly ones. And I would even go as far as to say they're better than like the Twinkies. Um, Twinkies have like a good cream and like cake ratio. And like the texture is pretty good. But like for, for me, it doesn't have like any like flavor. I don't know. Interesting. So, so I know like that is like i guess the premier <laughs> snack cake but i don't know for me it just doesn't just doesn't do it for me um but i always always have a soft spot in my heart for little debbies as well particularly when it comes to the oatmeal cream pies i don't know if you feel mm. i don't know how you like those i i do yeah uh i do find that like honestly i could do with less of the filling and i know they're always like filling oh. is always like the big thing people like but i just think it's like too sweet Wow, I could use more of it. Uh, so a lot of a lot of times I find things with fillings like I actually don't want the filling as much. Yeah. So like, would you like? Because I feel like there's a lot in Twinkies if that's like your thing. So I feel like you wouldn't enjoy those. I honestly much. don't remember the last time I had a Twinkie. It was I think it was like pre the time where Twinkie like went extinct for a little while because <laughs> really. Um, but I've learned in doing research to prepare for this ultimate snack cake uh, brand that there are so many things I have not tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I tend to stick to kind of the usual things. Um, I like zebra cakes. I think those are little Debbie. Yeah, um, so I was also going to mention those, yeah. Oh, that's, I like uh, Funny Bones, which I think are Drake's, which was another company that I forgot to Drake. mention. Uh, yeah, Drake's is another one that we're comparing. Uh, so I like Funny Bones, especially when I have to go buy them for the cashier at Harris Teeter. Love that uh-huh. story. <laughs> Uh, have we told it on here before? No, I don't think so. Okay, so for our six listeners out here, um, it was it had to be like after midnight. Oh yeah, it was late. It was like one a.m., two a.m. even. Okay, so I am visiting you, and we go to the Harris Teeter because it was twenty four hours, and it was like the only thing to do late at night. Um, it was and fun, actually. we go in, and I decide that I want to get some funny bones, so I got funny bones. And we first have to wake up uh, the person who's supposed to be working the cash register because she's asleep at a table. Uh, We wake her up. She comes to the register and we're scanning our products. And she said, oh, my gosh, funny bones. We have funny bones. And I was like, yeah. And she's just like, where are they? And I tried to like point to where it was. And no lie. She said, can you go get me some? And she made me go to the back of the store and get her some funny bones so that she could purchase them after her shift. Just like straight up was like, can you get me some? <laughs> um, so yeah, I like funny bones, but I mean, the thing I had growing up the most uh, would be the tasty cake, peanut butter candy cakes. Oh, uh, I forgot about those. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always kind of like one of my go-to things. Uh, whenever I'm home at my parents' house, I'll, I'll sneak one of them. Uh, and by one of them, I mean two, because it's like a two pack. So you, you don't want to just eat one of them like a monster. And then you have to also eat another pack, you know. Yeah. They're so small. So yeah, those yeah, are good too. I'm I enjoy the tasty cake, peanut butter, candy cakes. I also like just the regular, they're like chocolate with like a, a white cream uh candy cakes. <laughs> but we didn't really have those growing up because my dad liked the peanut butter ones. So that's what we had. Yeah. I don't think we had those that much either. Just I don't know. Because we were a peanut butter family. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> It's just like when you're younger, it's like, oh, wow, 
you say you like peanut butter and then everything is just going to be peanut butter related desserts and like yeah that's good but then that like my taste change my, my preferences and tastes change over time and uh, uh i just i like it a bit less especially after all that peanut butter um also i would like to say donut sticks are also very good as you know i, I was waiting for you butter. to say donuts they're a little debbie right i was gonna i think i think they're a little debbie but you can like i think get other different ones i mean especially when it comes no. to entomans entomans are also good like just the pop ones i find those addicting because they have a similar texture it's just something about those donut sticks and the the, the pop ones are delicious so good that might be my go-to maybe i don't know but i find myself getting oat milk and pies a lot so yeah i don't know i don't know if i have like a particular favorite brand although it's definitely like up between i think i will i usually do buy if i go the snake 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 cake snack cake route it's always uh it's usually Little Debbie now. I don't know if I've gotten Taste Cake for a while. And sometimes Drake. So I don't know what mood I'm in. I don't know. Well, I will be sure to keep everybody updated on our yeah. uh, experiment that we do. But before we get to our main topic of this podcast, let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors. This episode of Mouth Stuff is brought to you by single word named mattresses that come in a box to your door uh, so not a specific brand necessarily but just all of those brands you all know them you can think of one off the top of your head it's any noun it's a single word in the name uh, they ship those mattresses directly to your door in a box could not be more convenient you then i guess the only way it could be That's more right. convenient is if they bring it to you and put it they set it up on your bed and then they like lay you down in the bed and then they just like caress you Tuck until you, you fall asleep. Uh, but luckily for you, they don't do that because that actually sounds Aww. very creepy. Um, so make sure you go out. No, don't go anywhere because you buy them online. <laughs> stay, stay home. Go out to your internet store. If, if you want to go to a mattress store and borrow their internet so that you can then buy one of these single word named uh, mattress companies mattresses um do that and while you're on the website type in mouth stuff on the website not in google just on the website uh, and then order yourself one of these single word named mattresses and it'll be shipped to you in a box and then it'll like inflate like it's like a one of those emergency rafts it, they're super cool i've actually had several of them um yeah been in do emergency it. situations that required a raft no i've been in emergency situations that required a bed and it was just <laughs> mouth stuff is also brought to you by donald trump's new blog is myspace too high tech for you do you miss ask jeeves Ever wonder what would have happened if Carrie Bradshaw joined QAnon? All of these things can be answered by going to Donald Trump's new blog. Have you, have you looked at this? No, but I'm getting like, the only thing I really remember is just how shitty the, the My Pillow CEO's like new social media for like conservatives, how, like how shitty that, that was. Um, and just how they touted freedom of speech but then they're like oh we're going to restrict some speech <laughs> it's kind of funny but no i actually haven't seen this well donald trump promised a new social media platform since he can't be on any other ones yeah uh, and he released it the other day and it's a blog wait so he delivered it it's actually it, like it's it's a blog like it's literally he, just a blog yeah and people are comparing it to the episode of the office where ryan creates a blog <laughs> for creed where it's just a microsoft word document um yeah, so make sure you check out Donald Trump's new blog. Uh, I honestly don't even know the name of the website, um, but if you Google it, it'll come up because it's uh, quite funny looking and it definitely doesn't look like it was made in Dreamweaver. Um, I think you also have to type in Donald Trump mouth stuff as well. Yeah, I'm sure that'll come up. Uh, you can get a promo code. Uh, despite the fact that no one should ever have to pay to see <laughs> that terrible uh, blog, but make sure you check it out or don't. I honestly don't care, but it's one of the sponsors. Mm -hmm. And we are back. 
So we are talking favorite TV show moms this week or mums. If you maybe you put Mom. a British show on, I don't know. <laughs> always confused me because you would also say like if you're uh, I don't know maybe some dialect of British, <laughs> whatever. Uh, sometimes like ma'am also sounds that way. Sounds like mum. <laughs> so it's very confusing when watching British shows. I'm like, wait, is that his, is that his mother? But it's really not the case. Um, it just reminded me of that. Cool. I watch a lot of British TV. <laughs> um so how many moms did you come up with um technically 10 however five are like would be my top five and other five are honorable mentions that i don't need to mention oh my god did we do the same thing that is exactly what i did i did five honorable mentions and a top five shut up we couldn't have planned this better because we absolutely didn't because you guys know us (laughs) wow we're just getting used to like how we uh don't plan things oh <laughs> wow that. wow look at us so who wants to go first uh i feel like i've been going first for a lot of the uh, like you because you've been asking me questions so how about you go first i'm, I'm interested to hear what you had to say because i feel like sure 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 sure, <laughs> sure sure um so first of all i would like to mention uh that in looking back and a lot of the television shows I watched growing up and even a lot today, uh, I noticed they're a lot more dad heavy than I realized. Like when I really looked into them, I'm like, oh, like these things are favoring the dad. Uh, and I don't know if it was because a lot of it was like the 90s. Uh, and I think things have gotten better today. Uh, so a lot of these are more recent ones. Uh, also like early days where it was like, oh, the show is about like this housewife like those ones would show up a lot too like if you search yeah um but i noticed a lot of shows were very dad heavy so um maybe made me think about uh you know things i didn't realize when i was a child but some of these are honorable mentions specifically because i just haven't seen enough of the show to really uh decide uh, and then some of them just didn't make the cut because my top five, I think, are some some pretty good ones. Uh, so the first one would go into that category of I just didn't watch enough of the show. Maybe she would have cracked the top five, but I only watched, I think, the first season of it. But I remember the mom from Fresh Off the Boat uh, being really oh. uh, a good mom in the sense that, like, she was funny and she was kind of, like, strict with the kids, but, like, in a funny way. And again, I haven't seen the show in, like, six years uh so i could be totally off but that's what i'm remembering yeah i haven't seen that show yet but i feel like i definitely saw her on a list somewhere i think i remember like after like the first season or so like the guy who it's about like his story of growing up yeah i think he said that like they really went off book after a while and i don't even think he like supports the show anymore but the first season i thought was very funny Uh, The second person I put on the list, uh, for the same reason, I haven't watched enough of the show. Maybe she would have cracked the top five, but uh, it is uh, the mom from Blackish. Her name is actually Hmm. Rainbow, which I think is a cool name. Um, (laughs) But she, same kind of thing. She's funny. Uh, She kind of sometimes has an unexpected like parenting style, especially for like you know, moms on TV shows. Sometimes she just has like an I don't give a fuck attitude, like mm. even with the kids and it's like, go do your own thing. So I kind of like respect that she like sometimes goes against what you're expecting for like the mom who's like at constant attention of her kids. Like sometimes she's just like, I got my own stuff because she's a doctor. So like she's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. So I like that about her. Right, yeah. Next one. Um, I've seen very many episodes, so that's not what it is. Uh, she just kind of, she's probably my number six, I would say, uh, Marge Simpson yeah. from the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what all to say about her, but her ability to put up with Homer and then also deal with, uh, the kids and kind of just keep her shit together. You know, she's good. She seems like she'd be a good mom. Mm. Uh, my next one I thought of earlier today and I've now been like I've had the theme song to her show stuck in my head uh, 
And it's a show I just enjoyed when I was a kid. I don't even remember what her parenting style was like or anything, but uh, she was a single mom who worked two jobs and loved her kids and never stopped. Uh, that's Reba from the show Reba. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know why that came up today, but I was just like, oh man, I, I missed that show. I might have to go try and find that. Yeah, I actually would watch that a few times too. Um, this is when I was on when I was younger. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. When I was a kid, um, her ex-husband's girlfriend would like steal the show for me. I thought she was the funniest, but I feel like yeah. as I've grown up more, I would probably, uh, you know, uh, enjoy everybody more than just like the silly, like airheaded person. And then my final honorable mention, um, this is one I've seen every episode multiple times. I think she was just a good mom. She was there for her kids, uh, except for the one who disappeared for a few seasons. But like that happens sometimes with TV shows. Uh, and I'm not talking about the mom from Stranger Things. <laughs> um, uh, that is Amy Matthews from Boy Meets World. She, was, she just was a good mom to me, I think. But even that show, I've noticed, like, I feel like there's a lot more focused around the dad than the mom. But the episodes with the mom, I always thought were good. Do, That's do why you... it's called Boy Meets World. Not Mom Meets World. I don't know. I, I don't really watch it. <laughs> it should have been called Boy Meets Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would have just been like the day he was born. But even then, he probably met the dad first. True. Which Probably is the doctor, though. It's like, I mean, yeah, that's boy meets doctor. That's just, <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so that's it for my honorable mentions. Uh, now into my top five, starting with number five. Number five. Uh, and this is a show I watched maybe like the first four seasons or so when it was on, and I've seen like episodes now and then since. And every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is funny, but I've never like. Like, I haven't watched the whole thing, and it just recently ended. Uh, my number five is Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Uh, she just seems like she could be playing, like, a real actual mom that, like, you would see in real life because she, you know, doesn't always have her shit together all the time. And it just seemed very relatable, not relatable to me uh, as a mom. I've never felt that way. Um, right. But it just, she just seemed like a real life person. And I enjoyed that. Number four, uh, going back to the animated side. Uh, and this one kind of just hit me recently. And she just is a, a very fun person. If she was a real life person, I would want to spend a little bit of time with her. Maybe not too much time. Uh, but she's just always got a positive attitude. And she seems to be having a lot of fun. And that is Linda from Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I was expecting that when you were uh, describing her. Yeah, I mean, I narrowed it down by saying animated and then I described, yeah. Uh, but she's just always like making up tunes, she's, you know, got a positive attitude, trying to cheer Bob up, always saying funny stuff. She's just, she's a hoot. Uh, my number three, I don't think is a good mother. Um, <laughs> and you might already know where I'm going with this, uh, but she's just. I think so. She's she was quite enjoyable to watch. Um, and she, I think, provided some of the funny and memorable lines from the show. And that is Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. There it is. Yeah. Uh, who recently the actress just passed not that long ago, uh, which was sad. Um, but she I mean, that's like my favorite line that I can remember from the show is what does a banana cost? Ten dollars like this she really so good. she was like the perfect out of touch selfish rich woman like she checked her housekeeper's purse before she went home every day like and she still thought she was stealing from her and stuff I don't know it was just she, like I said I don't think she was a good mother she was very manipulative to her children uh, very clearly played favorites uh, things like that but she's just fun to watch do you have her on your list or are we not doing it like that oh i'll i'll, I'll get there when I okay get, so i'll get there because i because i don't want to start it now but because i could have done it for a few other ones um oh good okay i'll just so let you keep going um my number two uh this is a show that i had been watching recently uh 
I haven't seen an episode in a few weeks, uh, but she is the perfect example of what they even call her on the show as a smother um, because she's very protective, very loving uh, to the point of like her children can do no wrong in her eyes, uh, which makes for some funny moments on the show. Uh, and as well as how she's go- willing to go to ridiculous lengths uh, for these kids, despite the fact that they're like sometimes not very good kids. Uh, it's Beverly Goldberg of the Goldbergs. Uh, mm. She's she's a funny character. And like I said, she just is like the most extreme mom I feel like I've seen on any show. And so that makes for some good moments. My number one, uh, I've always enjoyed her as a character, even from the first time watching the show, uh, to the point where like sometimes she was my favorite character on the show. Uh, And I remember certain episodes where I'm like, this is really like she is the star of this show. Um, And that is Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. Mm. I think she's so funny. Uh, Her attitude uh, compared to Red's attitude, like the back and forth between the two of them, uh, her just cracking herself up. Uh, you know, her drinking uh, is quite funny when she when she drinks on the show. I remember there was an episode, and I don't remember any of the context, but like there's an episode where she gets a wiener dog, and I just remember her having like a blast with having a wiener dog and like making all these jokes mm-hmm. about how like short and long it is and stuff. I don't really know why I remember that but it just I remember that being a really funny uh episode of the show and I just remember there being other episodes that are like basically focused on her and it's like I don't even care about the kids in her basement like I would watch a show of just her thus concludes my list what a what a good list um that was interesting to hear uh especially like as I'll go through mine you'll you'll see where I agreed um, then areas where not disagreed, but maybe they're just shows I didn't think of, um, or just different shows. Like, for example, I just cannot get into the Goldbergs for, uh, reasons. It's just not something I, 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 I have kind of trailed off just because yeah. of the, uh, severe lack of continuity that bothers me because mm, like interesting. one episode, like he'll be, you know, this person will be a love interest and then like the next episode he'll be like oh yeah i've always had a crush on this other person like well we haven't seen her before and you said like your entire life you've had a crush on this girl i don't know and so it's just like it kind of makes when you watch the show it kind of feels like like everybody's just writing their own episode and then like they're putting them in any type of order and i don't know if like that's on purpose it's a guy like reflecting back on his life and he always says it was you know 1980 something so I don't know if the idea is supposed to be like he has a loose memory of his childhood. Right. It could be interesting. To me, it just bothers me because it seems like it's supposed to be going like in an order, but then like there's things that just kind of don't make sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would probably annoy me, even under the the idea that is intentional. Hmm. Although they go to Wawa a lot, which I appreciate. Oh, that's interesting. Was that? Oh. I always forget it was like around was it around that time i mean i imagine it's yeah it was started off like smaller yeah interesting maybe we should give it a try it just it just usually reminds myself reminds me that's 2 a.m central time and that i should go to bed because that's like after king of queens <laughs> and then it's like oh gotta watch something else or go to oh bed. wait you're <laughs> watching king of queens like on television yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, just it's on. whenever you say you've been watching King of Queens, I just assumed you were streaming it somewhere. I didn't realize you were like waiting up until one o'clock in the morning to watch King of Queens. Oh, no, I, no, because it's it, I just started watching it because it's on from like, well, it depends on what day it is. Um, it's just like an easy watch because it's like I'll have it on the background, but it's like on during the day from like 10, 11 a.m. to like 2 or 3 p.m. Uh, and then starts back up again. I think at a different channel. I think it's like between TV land and CMT. Um, but then it'll pick up again later on and at night and then go until like 2 a.m. And that's when the Goldbergs come on. So it's just something I put on randomly if I want background noise. Before you do your list, can I just do one more honorable mention that I just remembered as you were talking? Oh, good. I thought you're 
I saw like uh, this look on your face. I thought it was about something I said. No, I was just, <laughs> I was upset that I couldn't, yeah. I didn't think of her because she probably would have been in my top five. Top five. I, I totally forgot until just now. And I can't even remember her name. Um, oh, but no. it's, the, it's the mom from the show Speechless, which uh, ran for a few years, a couple years ago. Um, it's, I highly recommend the show. I thought the show was hilarious. Uh, and I think it got canceled too soon, but she's another one of those very overprotective um, mothers. Her son uh, was in a wheelchair and was, uh, he used a device to speak. So she was like, you know, very protective for understandable reasons, but she just like was another one of those that went ridiculously over the top in trying to like, make sure that you know her kids got the best of everything and so i just think um you know that was a really funny way that she did her kind of thing kind of like um beverly goldberg um so yeah i just wanted to mention that i'm very upset that i forgot to mention her oh yeah i actually that doesn't ring a bell so it's it's a really good show i think it only has like three seasons because i think it got canceled but uh, I really loved it when it was on. It was one of those shows where like I would watch it on live television or at least re- I would record it and then watch it because yeah. who like who can even follow a set schedule anymore? Right. Yeah. No, it just seems so um, even just hearing the reaction from like watching King of Queens on TV to me, it just it does seem like just a weird concept now to actually watch live TV with like commercials. But for me, I don't know. I just find something relaxing about it and just something i don't need to pay attention to and then oh i just deal with the things when there's commercials or just have it on this background so that's why i still do it and sometimes there's just other movies on but anyway i don't want to get into that i guess it was was there anyone else you forgot i don't know since you're amending your list here um i mean i'll interrupt you if i think of anybody <laughs> else okay good, good yeah please do um we'd love to hear your thoughts on some of these um but yeah so i guess i'll do the same thing you did start with my honorable mentions and then with my top five so i guess um i mean i guess not really in any particular order for my honorable mentions um but i guess just starting from the bottom i have uh andrea warren of uh played by andrea savage in i'm sorry um i just uh I just had his honorable mention just i just think that just a very underrated show got canceled due to covid um and I just i just love just that family dynamic but i mean i guess you could if we're doing like kind of a weird thing but uh top wives uh she would definitely be up there just with like yeah how they interact but like i think she's also like a very good mother um i guess i forget that she was a mother because like the the kid didn't really like play a very large role in the show um but yeah she was a mom and so just by the sheer fact that she was a mom i respect her being on this list because yeah that show is severely underrated and should have lasted for 47 more seasons yeah i i think for me it's kind of comforting to know it was mostly it was mostly because of the pandemic that it happened because uh, they were looking to do a season three in 2020 but that obviously didn't happen um but yeah so that's why i had her as an honorable mention um because it wasn't like that that wasn't, that wasn't the, the forefront of the show right um but just i, I just couldn't i couldn't not uh mention her um, but yeah, moving up, I also had, uh, in my honorable mentions, though, uh, Linda Belcher, uh, actually played by a John Roberts, and no, that's not the uh, um, Supreme Court Justice. <laughs> um, but yeah, from Bob's Burgers, uh, for all those reasons. I mean, I, I haven't really seen, I haven't really watched through a lot of Bob's Burgers. I think it did when it, like, was for, when it first came out, um, but I haven't really kept up with it. But just always, um, she just always seemed fun, uh, like you said, um, just always dancing. Um, and yeah. Uh, uh, she has some uh, some great lines, and uh, yeah, I don't know, just uh, I don't have much to say since she's, she's on my honorable mentions. But yeah, uh, it'd be hard not to include her. And then I think I mentioned this a long time ago on another podcast, but um, just since I've also been kind of watching this, also on live TV. Um, but Frankie Heck, uh, Patricia Heaton, uh, this character on the middle, um, very like. <laughs> somewhat dysfunctional lower uh low income uh, uh family out in the midwest in orson indiana which is actually a fake place there's no orson um just a really funny uh funny uh character and uh, i don't know just uh 
she's not the perfect mom by no means, but just kind of shows and just illustrates the struggles that, um, that, you know, some parents go through, especially in that type of lifestyle, with tons of kids, uh, just trying to make ends meet. Um, and, but, but there are some heartwarming episodes in there too. Um, so I don't know. I think she's, she's up there on my list, but, um, other people have, uh, are on my top five, but I thought I should mention her here. Um, I think just to interrupt, uh, it's probably going to be a theme with yours. Like it was for mine. Yes. Uh, you said that she's not the perfect mom. And I think that that really became a popular thing to put in television because like who wants to see that perfect mom because like nobody like you don't see that in real life not saying that like our moms aren't great but it's like they are humans and like they will like make mistakes or fail at some things and I think like going back to those like 1960s housewives and Mm -hmm. things like that it's just like so ridiculous to see that like you don't want to see that on tv anymore because like that's not a real person (laughs) yeah it's good to have that representation uh and don't have to try to meet high standards that these moms in the 90s or 60s were setting not that you know you should aspire to be a 60s (laughs) mother um but no yeah totally that's a good point nobody should aspire to be anything from the 60s like that's i think we're past that real here yeah that's good we just kind of forget about that whole thing um but yeah so and also it's just a lot of these are like from sitcoms uh we are probably overlooking a lot of dramas um so i made sure to and this is i think should be met with an um with an asterisk there uh just because uh she's not really their um biological mother but uh aunt polly played by helen uh mac uh, mccory mccory i don't know i always i don't know there's a lot of m's and c's <laughs> um but she actually she also recently passed away um but from uh peaky blinders so she's actually their their aunt obviously aunt polly um from peaky blinders um just uh i don't know devoted to the family um raising uh the shelby brothers um she'd do anything for that family so i thought i would include her here i didn't know that you watched peaky blinders oh yeah um quite enjoyed it too i've never i've never seen it but it's one of those shows where i'm like i bet if i watched that i would like it yeah that's fine okay well now you're not really selling me on it (laughs) (laughs) no it's good i mean i've seen better shows um it's fine It's, it's good I mean, if you like, what's his name? Cillian Murphy, whatever. Cillian Murphy, <laughs> or you should say his name. Um, he's good in it. Um, it's fine. There's, there's like some things that you just have to kind of overlook, but I think all around it's good. Um, and she's good in it. Um, I, I would recommend it. I don't know. It just kind of depends on what kind of shows you like. Um, so I also had Claire Dunphy. I think she, was she part of your honorable honorable mentions or in your main? She was my five. Ah, so she she just barely misses. So she was number one in my honorable mentions. Um, I'll be honest, like again, is this one of the shows I watched earlier? Uh, I just haven't really kept up with it, but I, I do remember I was always liked liked her. I always liked her character and just I don't know her and Phil <laughs> interacting. Um, but yeah, she seemed like a, a good mom. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, just wanted to put her in here as well, just because uh, uh, just from the episodes I seen, I remember. Um, she always stood out to me, um, especially with, I always, I kind of forget the details, but there was one where she was trying to be elected for something. And I, I just, that to me, it was seemed like a really good episode. Uh, moving on to my actual list for best TV moms. Uh, I guess I did have some sort of order for this one. Um, not that I put too much thought into this, so I could probably move some of them around, but I think I definitely have uh made the right choice for number five i didn't really want to have her too high up but uh marge simpson uh played by julie kavanagh from uh the simpsons if you didn't know from that show um yeah i don't know i i guess maybe it's the writer's fault they don't have her this high, as high because there wasn't really a lot of like marge marge centric episodes it's, it's always like centered around homer i don't know it doesn't really pass the um Bechdel, um test wait did i pronounce that right i'm pronouncing names terribly um this tonight um but yeah so it's just ah, i don't know how she does it um putting up with him 
uh, and his selfishness and just taking a back seat to all that. I think she deserves better, honestly. Um, so maybe the writing around her could be a little bit better, but you can't deny that she's <laughs> uh, devoted to her family and her kids and uh, just a very iconic uh, mom, uh, sitcom, sitcom mom. Um, uh, so had to include her here. And yeah, most of these are sitcoms. Um, so yeah, moving on to number four, I also had Kitty Foreman. Uh, a little lower though. Um, it's just, I feel like, because most of these are just uh, shows I, I kind of grew up with. And I think I started watching that 70s show a little later um, in my childhood, but like loved it. But yeah, same reasons. Uh, she's just a delight. And then she would always like, just one of those, those uh, people that, you know, uh, yeah, sure. It's like in the 70s, but like she would always put Red in his place. Um, she actually like wielded a lot of power in that household. Um, so that was always cool to see. Um, but yeah, no, her laugh is just um, uh, is just very memorable. Um, and she's just, she's a delight. Uh, so I think for me, she was honestly like one of the better characters of that show. Like, I just think, but I guess between her and Red, uh, I think it's just, they're just really memorable. Um, but yeah, she's number four. And then three, uh, Marie Barone. From Everybody Loves Raymond, played by Doris Roberts, another Roberts. Um, yeah, so also very iconic. I don't know. It's just uh, I just always remember, um, just always enjoying those episodes where uh, I guess she was almost in like every episode. Uh, I feel like, but uh, I feel like she was the funniest. Uh, she always had like the funniest moments um, on that show, and just just uh, showing how much she loves her sons to a fault um and just always wanting to pry into their lives is just always especially at that age is just always funny and just how much um how much uh not disdain but uh just how much um kind of how much she would judge uh oh what's what was the wife's name i mean i know is also played by Patricia heaton uh frankie heck um but i forget her name in the show Oh God! What was her name? I know. I'm trying right? to think of like Ray Ray, Ray Romano Ray saying Romano. her name. Like <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm just totally spacing. I didn't do it as much research. Uh, it's been but a yeah. long time since I've seen that show, but she almost yeah. made my list too, just for like the same reasons you're saying. It's it's so much funnier to see like basically another smother, but like mm-hmm. for an adult, like a grown yeah. man and his mom is still like <laughs> doing all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they accept it. And um, I, I didn't realize it uh, at the time, but there's a ton of crossover between King of Queens and Ever- and uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And uh, so she actually showed up on an episode of King of Queens. That's where he started was on Everybody Loves Raymond. That's where, like, Doug got his start. He was one really? of... Really? You know he what? Was, I actually didn't know that. He was one of Ray's friends, so I his think it's considered... A uh, spinoff. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were always. Um, yeah. It always seemed like they were in the same universe. If we're using those terms, uh, universe of uh, queens and, and wherever wherever they live, the Barones. Um, but yeah. No, that's interesting. I didn't realize that's where it started from. Um, that's cool. Uh, but yeah. So she was in there, and it's just funny seeing her interact with Carrie uh, in King Queens. Um, so yeah, oh, it's all around. Uh, very memorable for me. Um, Deborah. Deborah. D- um, yeah, Deborah. Deborah Romano. It's weird. Ray Romano, right? Okay. Am I saying that right? Barone was his name on the show. Oh, they, <laughs> they didn't use their real names. No. Ray Ray Barone. Deborah Barone. Very cool. All right, moving on to number two. Um, I just have here Lois. Uh, ooh, but not from Family Guy. God, definitely not. Um, Lois from Malcolm in the Middle, played by Jane Kazmarek. Kazmarek? Mm, probably butchering that name. Um, and I didn't realize, it never hit me that we don't know the last name at all in that show. Interesting. That's why, like, because I, I saw her pop up a lot when, like, mm-hmm. when I was researching. And yeah, it only ever had her first name. I didn't realize that, like, right? we didn't know their name. Yeah. And, like, I, through all my years of watching it, really came came up and like I, I never really cared um and then that's something i also noticed too uh especially when i was trying to like remember their their names the the actors names i was like wow it's just the lois um but yeah 
uh also one of those shows i i just grew up with um and yeah definitely like i guess a smother but in a more direct um really uh uh what's the word <laughs> abrasive way um uh and like i guess a lot of times you are seeing it from like the children's perspective and just how like uh just how, uh how unfair she's being in certain situations but like i guess seeing from their perspective i guess it's the, that way how you grew up as well and just kind of thinking everything was unfair that your parents were doing but uh i don't know you just everything she is doing is in her mind best for her kids in most episodes um but she just wants the best for them and she's only doing these things um to for them and to better their lives um sometimes uh, i think um but so i don't know so i had to put it on here for that um because especially when it gets into later episodes and deciding like like college and things like that um, that's a good point that you brought up because i you know saw her on a lot of things i figured i'm like you're probably going to put her on your list um yeah and i haven't seen the show in a while it's one of those shows where i've been meaning to at least go back and watch a couple yeah, episodes sure. over again um, but I just remember growing up being like, oh, man, she's like really mean and like I'm terrified of her. But I think yeah. it's 100 percent what you were saying. We're like yeah. we're seeing it from their perspective. If I were to watch it as an adult, I might like totally have a different uh, perspective on it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a good point once in a while. Um, but uh, yeah, but it's um. Yeah, sometimes there are some things where are just like, wow, okay, I do think she's overreacting with this situation and that. Uh, but overall, overall, it's uh, it's for the better. Uh, like I said, especially in later seasons, you really start to see that when they're like with major life decisions um, uh, coming up, um, and you know she just wants them to have a better life uh, for themselves going forward. Um, That's nice. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You should you should watch that. And number one, I. Th- think you might know who i'm going yeah um i just i had to have her as number one uh for all the reasons do you also admit that she's not a good mom yes (laughs) okay (laughs) that's not why i have her up here but like yeah so i have lucille bluth played by the late uh, jessica walter um uh from arrested development i just talk about iconic i don't know just like the, the quotes the memes from her just like She's not a good mother, <laughs> unless you're Buster. Um, Even then, though, like, that's too much. Creepy. It is too much. <laughs> and I guess you should have showed more, more love towards um, Anyan. <laughs> but that's not his name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, I just had to have her up here. I mean, she... I, I would, I don't know, I guess I was going to go as far as to say that she keeps the family together, but not really, but like, she is an important aspect to the family, um, but yeah, just in a different way, she definitely suits, uh, she definitely serves some sort of function, um, but I just think uh, just uh, with with Jessica playing her, and the, there's just no, uh, no other actor who could play her, um, but maybe you could also say like, uh, her role in archer as well i was just about to say do you think she's a better mom in arrested development or in archer i think she's more vindictive in archer to the point where like some of her decisions could get archer killed so i feel like (laughs) i I feel like she's just more ignorant in arrested development uh and obviously is is kind of detached from reality (laughs) by the way when you're wealthy it's not called ignorant it's called out of touch (laughs) No, it's called um uh what was what was that term um effluenza uh, something <laughs> uh no seriously there's been like a legal term uh, coined because of that um because of like some wealthy kid who did something and it was like oh he was only doing this because of his um affluence and how he was raised it was just a silly thing anyway that was a whole thing um but yeah no yeah I, I think it definitely, although maybe she like, I don't know, it, I guess it's less, her mothering is less creepy in Archer, but it's definitely like, definitely unhealthy. 
um, in that show. But yeah, I just think um, she's an overall better mother, if that's saying anything, in Arrested Development um, for other reasons that don't have to do with being a loving, caring mom, which I, I feel like is counter to Mother's Day. But yeah, <laughs> but I think just uh, in terms of, again, because I, I think we, we went all sitcom here, but just in terms of iconic uh best tv moms i think she's definitely up there you, you get everything you get the 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 flaws the uh the i guess that's she's just mostly all flaws but yeah, i was gonna say i don't know how many and not very relatable genu- i don't know how many genuine sincere moments she has in the entire series that's a good point i which that's that's also show i've been meaning to watch um over the last few years uh but yeah but not not to like get caught up for like the newer seasons i i'm kind of just ignoring this um, yeah, it's just some, there's just been so many times. It's actually has come up a lot. Um, I guess back when I worked, uh, just like so many quotes that come up. I'm just like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, oh, it's from Rest Development. Oh, I totally forgot about that. So I, I need to get caught up again. Well, that was a great list. I I think yours was good too. Um, yeah, I, I forgot to mention for Blackish um, for Rainbow, right? Um, I definitely seen a few episodes and I do like the show. I just haven't seen it as much to put her on there. But uh, so that's why she it. was on honorable mentions because I also yeah. just haven't seen enough of the show to like Yeah. But like it, it seems like a great show. I just haven't like got gotten into it um as much. There's just too many shows to watch. All right. Yeah, great list. Well, great lists, great moms. Uh happy Mother's Day to all the moms yes. out there. Um you're all, to all a good great. night. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I have been Nick. And I will always be Nick. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. We love.